Hey, y'all. Welcome to Latte and Laundry. I'm Suzanne Bilodeau, and I am so honored to be with you here as we navigate motherhood, wifehood, sisterhood, and everything in between. This is a podcast for my fellow imperfect people who want to grow in greater communion with our most perfect God. So join me and my friends as we laugh, cry, dive deep, and explore with one another as we journey towards stilling our souls while moving our world. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Latte and Laundry. I am so glad you're here with me. For all of my new listeners, welcome, 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 welcome. This is a place you can find um, solidarity (laughs) with your sisters in Christ who are all on this journey of trying to grow in greater communion with our Lord. And we are crawling our way towards where we know Christ has called us, which is sainthood. We are stumbling getting back up again and moving forward as we're all in the trenches and depths of living out our vocations as mamas or wives in our in our friendships, in our daughterhoods, in our um, ways in which we have been presented with relationships in our lives. And, and I think one of the greatest things on my heart, if you know me at all, is how much I care and have an extreme passion for the vocation of motherhood. And... Um, <laughs> I had, this might not be a long episode, but I just felt this urge to get on here and share with you guys something that the Lord has revealed to me. And I'll be real and honest and frank with you guys that he revealed this to me in one of my own moments of um, frailty and one of my own moments of weakness and despair and in a moment where I quite honestly felt like I was waving my white flag. And I don't know how many of my other mama friends out there and and wives or honestly anybody living in this fallen, broken world goes through seasons, right? Where I feel like I have pockets of time and weeks or months or years or whatever it is where I feel like I'm moving forward with grace, I'm messing up and falling down, but I'm pushing through with perseverance towards the good, true, and beautiful, picking myself back up when I fall and in, in moving forward with endurance. And recently, I am feeling stretched, stretched beyond my own capacity, feeling like even the smallest um, task or requirement for me feels like I am climbing up an enormous mountain. And when I get in the season, sometimes I really struggle to push through the day-to-day little pokes and prods that my vocation as a mama is often, I'm often faced with. And so before I dive in, I want to open this up with our Bible verse today, which is, let's see if I have it up in front of me here, uh, Romans 5, 3 through 5. And it says, not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings. Because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Okay, I've talked about this before on here and I really, really want to talk today about perseverance and just the way in which God really shed some light into my own heart recently as I was struggling I found myself this earlier um, this week just 
beaten down and weary from the day-to-day responsibilities. Now having a one-year-old up to a 13-year-old, I'm having bigger, bigger bodies, bigger things while I still have the tiny bodies and the tiny things, the diapers and the, and the teenage tears and the waking in the nights and the um, dishes and the laundry and everything in between. And um, sometimes I find myself just really struggling with the demands on a day-to-day. I mean, guys, I struggled with the demands on a day-to-day when it was my husband and I without any children. I struggled with the demands when I had one, two, three, four, five, six. I don't think you need to have six, seven, eight, nine children to struggle with the demands of the vocation of wifehood, motherhood, and everything else that God has called us to. But I am going through a season where I'm feeling completely stretched beyond my normal capacity. And there was this one day earlier in the week where I was helping my kids out, getting getting the morning thing routine going. The baby's up at 5.30. The teenager stays up till 10.30. So there's not a lot of opportunity for me to have these quiet pockets of time. And so sometimes I start my day off more weary than I wish I had. And I found myself this one day really asking my my children, okay, morning chores, morning routine, um, a lot of the same rhythms that we experience every day, especially during the school year, okay, um, open up your, your morning math and your morning language arts books and let's start cranking. And one child after the other, it didn't matter which child it was, oldest to youngest, everybody threw themselves on the ground or rolled their eyes, or just had a really hard time. No, I don't want to do, you know, I don't want to brush my teeth. I don't want to do my schoolwork. I don't want to do my morning chores. And I, it was one of those days where I like, my eyes were almost going bug-eyed out of my head. Like I could not believe that every single one of my kids, minus the baby, of course, um, was just really throwing a fit to the normal rhythm and um, duties of the day, right? <laughs> like, Make your bed, brush your teeth, do your chores, start school, like sit down, come sit, snuggle next to me, eat. And I and I was even trying, I think this is where I was getting so frustrated. I don't know if you guys could relate, but I was trying with all my might to be gentle and cozy and loving and to still receive the fits, even though my body and soul did not want to be gentle, cozy and loving because I was just exhausted and weary. But I was, I was persevering in that way and to still see the little ones and the big ones really struggling this one day threw me for a loop. I didn't yell. I didn't lose my temper, but instead I did something (laughs) sometimes more um, shocking to the little bodies in my home. I found myself outside my bathroom door. I leaned up against the wall and then I slid down onto my rear and just started weeping. And one by one, the kids went by me going, mom. And I just was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. And I just started having conversations with our Lord and, and, and individually with a few of the kids saying, you know, this is what we do every day. It doesn't change. We brush our teeth every day. During the school year, we do our school every day, obviously, with with some grace if there's sick kids or we have other things going on. But every day, this is our, our rhythm, what we do. Why now are you throwing a fit? Why now, God, are they melting? The expectations don't change. And just because they melt doesn't mean I say, okay, you don't have to brush your teeth. Forget about it. We don't care about what about cavities. 
Oh, because you're throwing yourself on the floor, you don't ever have to make your bed again. Just because they're falling apart doesn't do any good for any of us. And as I was sitting here feeling weary and weak and frustrated and just really crying with this exhaustion of like, why do they still have to complain? Uh, It was like God shone a light upon me. And I started to really realize what my own weariness was doing. And it reminded me as like I was praying through what God revealed to me in that moment, which I'll get to in a second. I was reminding me of Elijah. Now, Elijah had been working hard, working hard for our Lord. And he had just faithfully been following God's instructions. And he has succeeded in turning Israelites back to God in this like dramatic showdown. And then he succeeds in bringing rain to an end a three-year drought in Samaria. And now he's been threatened by Jezebel. And he has just, quite frankly, had enough. So what does he do? He's afraid and he's ready to give up and he flees, right? And um, I want to read the Bible verse here because I think it's so um, comforting for our weary sometimes and really frail hearts to realize that we are not alone, my friends. I think that's part of the problem is that we often feel like when we're weary and we're struggling and we want to wave the white flag, that we're alone in all of it. That we're the only ones who can't pull it off, can't get it done, who just seem to be struggling under the weight of all the responsibilities we have. But my friends, we often are all in the trenches together, but we're not, um, God does not leave us to be in despair and in the trenches alone. No, he delights in coming and tending to us in these really hard and difficult places. And if he's calling us to persevere, even when it feels hard, even when it feels like we do not have the capacity or the strength to keep going, he will not ask us to do that alone, right? We see this in 1 Kings 19, um, where it says in verse three, it says, Elijah was afraid and ran for his life. When he came to Beersheba in Judah, he left his servant there while he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness. He came to a broom bush, sat down under it and prayed that he might die. I have had enough, Lord, he said. Take my life. I am no better than my ancestors. Then he lay down under the bush and fell asleep. Okay, he has just been victorious. He has just, in faith, followed God and all God has asked him to do, pushed through hard, and beautiful things were happening. He was helping turn the Israelites back to our Lord, ending the drought, and yet he's exhausted and weary and having to run for his life again, run that he may be saved. He says to our Lord, I'm done. I've had enough. Take my life, right? And what I love here is where God shows up so beautifully, as he does similarly to us. He said, and then he continues on to say, all at once an angel touched him and said, get up and eat. He looked around and there by his head was some bread baked over hot coals in a jar of water. He ate and drank and then lay down again. The angel of the Lord came back a second time and touched him and said, get up and eat for the journey is too much for you. So he got up and ate and drank. Strengthened by that food, he traveled 40 days and 40 nights until he reached Harab, the mountain of God. There he went into a cave and spent the night. 
Okay, you guys. We are, okay, maybe we're not all (laughs) like Elijah, but similar to Elijah, God is calling us to do something big and grand, something monumental for his kingdom, and that is to be a light in this earth and to show our children the way towards him. Lead them in love towards love himself. But he knows our human frailty. He knows our weaknesses. So if he has called us to such an incredible eternal profound things such as leading his children back to him then he must accompany us to give us the strength the 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 thing that we fall weak to all the time myself included is thinking that we and we end up leaning towards an ungodly self-reliance where we think it is literally all on us. We put all the weight on ourselves at all times and we do not allow the space or the freedom or the surrender for God to act in our lives. So in this moment, as I'm sitting there, <laughs> again, back up against the wall, tears in my eyes, kids not knowing what's going on with mama, me just really, quite frankly, guys, having a real hard day feeling like I persevere, persevere, and I'm exhausted, just like Elijah was exhausted. I could have all these years of great beauty and joy and pushing through the meltdowns and the temper tantrums and the fights and the discipline and the mess and the chores and the lack of sleep. And sometimes we mamas, we just break. (laughs) We just have really hard days where the mess is that you're constantly picking up one big tiny mess after the other where it feels like as soon as you sweep up one thing you turn around and there's five more messes when you tend to one meltdown over here there's three other kids fighting over there it can feel so exhausting and so um impossible quite frankly and on this day god just really illuminated this light upon me and as i was sitting there weeping to him god how could they not persevere how could they not just do what they know they're called to do every single day the duties at hand don't change even if they fall apart at the seams so why why do they have to throw a fit he looked at me with this like gentle because he is a gentle good good god he's not a god of shame or god of um casting false lies about who we are and our identity as his beloved instead he delights in us and he loves us and when we mess up and we go weary and when we get off the track he gently puts his arm around us kisses us on the forehead and walks us back on the path with him and he this day he looked at me kissing me on his forehead on my forehead and he kind of with a little giggle and a wink was like oh Suzanne do you hear the words coming out of your mouth and as I'm sitting there crying praying to him lord how come just because it's hard they won't keep going why do they have to fall apart at the seams because it just seems like they don't want to do it today and i realized i was doing the exact same thing i was so frustrated with my babies about i had a day it just seemed like too much this day maybe I was exhausted. Maybe I was hungry. Maybe I just um, needed a little, quite a few quiet moments to myself. Regardless, I was sitting there doing exactly what I was so upset with my children for doing, which was 
the duty of my day that doesn't change. Sometimes it looks harder than other days. Sometimes cleaning up their rooms is harder and some days it's easier. Sometimes their math is harder and some days it's easier. And just because today, this day was a harder, harder day for me, I found myself sobbing outside my bathroom door. And I'm not saying this to shame any of my listeners who have had similar days because my friends, I have had a many. (laughs) And God wasn't doing that either. But not only did it allow me to have grace and mercy on my kids to just say, hey, maybe we just need a pause. Maybe we need to take a step back. But it also gave me the insight to see, just as I'm asking them to persevere to all that they're being asked to do, for their family, for the love of one another, for the love of our family, and for the living out the duties in which God has placed out in front of them. So I (laughs) need to persevere with the same strength. However, like I said, God sees our human nature. He sees how hard we're working. He sees how much we are trying to persevere in love. And it's that goodwill that he, the enemy cannot shake. And if we continue to come to our Lord with that goodwill, and we, even on the days where we wave our white flag, he may just kiss us on the forehead and breathe life back into our hearts. And when he does, maybe like Elijah, what he is trying to tell us is maybe we need to find some time to rest. There may be some practical side pieces of this that we can get swept that can get swept under the rug because we are good mamas that are trying so hard to get all we need to get done that we don't take the time to tend to the things that the angel came to Elijah to re restore, rejuvenate and um, replenish him to send him on his way. Maybe my friends, we just haven't been getting enough sleep. Maybe today is that day when you're weary and exhausted and you find yourself crying up against the bathroom door that you need to say, you know what? The dishes are going to stay in the sink. The floor is going to stay unswept. And when the baby naps, I'm going to nap too. Elijah went back to sleep two times as he was ready to wave his white flag, right? And what I think is so beautiful is when the angel came, the angel touched him. Both times that the angel arrived, he touched him. Maybe we just need a little touch. Maybe we need that great embrace from our husband when he comes home from work. Not a, I'm going to toss you the baby and take on the duties so I can run away and collapse in my bed. Although I've had many, many of those days. But maybe we just need that long embrace, that long hug, that long release. Ugh. Or maybe we'll do that long overdue massage. Or maybe you can ask your hubby at night, hey, babe is today a day maybe I could get a foot rub and you can rub his feet? I don't know, but there is something to be said about the human connection of touch that I think we often take for granted. And that's why we know it with our own kids where we're often scooping them up, kissing them, hugging them, squeezing. And that, my friends, does not go away. Maybe to not the same extent, but that does not go away just because we become adults. So rest, nap like Elijah, get that massage, Take that time for a nice, relaxing, warm embrace or snuggle. And my friends, get up and eat. I don't know about you, but my meals oftentimes are the scraps off the plates of my children before they throw their lunches in the garbage. And I'm trying to be more intentional lately, especially as I've crawled out of the trenches of the of my our latest baby. Yes, my friends, she is a year old, but <laughs> she is, um, to say the least, definitely takes a lot more energy out of me than I expected. 
I am obsessed with our little Bobby, Brigitte Olivia Bilodeau, our cutie patooties. We call her Bobby because her initials are B-O-B, Bob. Um, and she is like my dancing pants, little, little monkey, but she takes a lot of energy out of, out of, of me for sure. And I am just climbing out of those trenches and really starting to pay attention to things like, Hey, you should probably eat some, some good food sometimes besides just the dinner meal and get that rest and put your feet up. Um, it's that idea that like, if, if our Lord provides us with the um, capacity to be able to sneak in a rest, take a pause, a 10-minute pause to eat a good meal and snuggle up with someone tonight, that that may just be our Lord sending his own angel to us just like he did Elijah. But one of the other pieces of this that we are so lucky is that in that opening Bible verse, as we saw, right, when it said, when it ended saying that God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. You guys, we get something bigger than the angel arriving. We have the Holy Spirit dwelling within us. This is a treasure we cannot take for granted. So if you find yourself lying outside the bathroom floor or collapsed in your bed or locked in a closet hiding for five minutes of peace and quiet and restoration, call upon the Holy Spirit. Ask him to take over for your weary and frail heart so that his love will come alive in you and through you and pour out of you even when you feel utterly incapable of pouring out any more love. Um, Okay, so I'm going to go because as speaking of pouring out love, I have some littles who want me to come give them a little snuggle tonight. So I'm going to go do that give them their blessings and tuck them back in bed. But let me close this up with some prayer. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, thank you so much for the gift of of my vocation of motherhood and the vocation of motherhood for all my, my friends and my listeners here. Thank you for allowing for us to take part in your and to cooperate with your divine plan for the little souls in our home. I praise you for your goodness. I praise you for your mercies. And I praise you for your gentle care and understanding. Thank you for fully seeing us, fully knowing us, and fully loving us, even through our moments where we feel like giving up. I pray that you you watch over every single woman here, Every listener, encourage her heart. Let her stand firmly grounded and rooted in her beloved daughtership in you. I pray that when we find ourselves weary and weak, that instead of falling into the enemy's trap of feeling shame and disgust with ourselves because we just can't pull it off, that instead we rest in your mercies, in your most tender embrace, so that we may persevere even through the hard days, persevere even when our cross feels too heavy to carry, and persevere in love, through love, to lead others toward you, which is love itself. I ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. 
In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay, friends. <laughs> I hope you all have a blessed, blessed week. Um, and I, as always, I love to hear from you. I've been getting some really beautiful, profound emails lately. And it's honestly, you guys, um, I don't say this lightly. I, I am brought to tears often. I love to hear your own stories, your own testimonies, um, just the way in the which the Lord is moving in your own hearts. Um, so if you want to connect, I'm Suzanne at latteandlaundry.com. I always love to hear from you. And if this episode or any episode has blessed you, I'd be so grateful if you shared it, rated or left a review and just help, help move forward any encouragement that we can be for one another on this journey towards um, greater communion with our most perfect God. Okay, guys, have a good one. God bless. Bye.